podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, so hi Darren, uh, thanks a lot for, uh, for taking the time to come on my channel. Uh, I know that you're super busy with your family and training, so uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Sonny. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, likewise. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about how you got involved in the uh, in the fitness industry and and also that you've you know you've trained some of the best sportsmen uh, and women in the world. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. I have to be honest with the people I've trained. I'm um, yeah fortunate and enjoyed the journey and still enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. So could you introduce yourself to the viewers so that they can get a better idea of you and uh, and what you do for a living? Yeah, uh, Darren Wilson. Um, been into fitness all my life. So uh, since eight years old, started boxing, started football as growing up. Um, at the stop, boxing at 21 and then um, went straight into coaching. So I, I loved, I instantly loved training from, from the kids, amateur boxing. Um, went into professional boxing training and just had the love for training people and helping people, to be honest. So that's how I started when I was 21, coaching my very first coaching the kids to be, you know, get off the streets and um, become champions or whatever it was really, but um, learning discipline. Um, 2007, I opened my own gym, went into uh, personal training, training professional boxers, amateur boxers, you you name it, I done it. <laughs> and how was life growing up for you, uh, Dan? Yeah, grow, grow, growing up, um, my family are from Belfast. They, they come over here and before I was born in 1979, they would come over here. Um, they were in a, a really rough area, like where all the troubles are going on, so they moved over to Wales. I had me and my brother, my two, two older sisters, uh, Irish as well, they're 10 years older than me. Um, yeah, me and my brother was born in Wales, pretend. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I didn't have a lot of money, to be honest. My old man's always been a work ethic, really worked hard. Um, enjoyed childhood, didn't really get on with school, if I'm totally honest. Um, it's a lot different these days. To be, well, is what I find with my kids. My kids are brilliant in school. Um, started work early. Grafted, always had a work ethic from my dad, I'd say, and um, whatever I've done, I've always put 100% into. Mm-hmm. Why did you get into coaching then? What was the main reason for that? Um, coaching, when I was 21, like started off training the kids, I, I just loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, 2000, and I, I put personal trained for years since since then, 21 to, well, 2007, whatever, whatever, whatever age I was then. So two, 2007, I started personal training. A bit more training the amateurs and personal training. Just absolutely love helping people, if I'm totally honest. Love helping people. Um, get a good buzz from from seeing people go from there to there with their confidence, their, their happiness, their health and everything. Yeah, it makes you feel good. It's very rewarding when you can see that change, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's someone's really body and someone's, you know, uh, well-being as well, mental health. Yeah, yeah. This is, um, like, 2019, I've gone on the online as well, so it's really took at the new levels. Um, I can help 
miles more people. I can. I got a good, great system in place. Like when I was doing one to ones before that, along with the professional boxing coaching, so I didn't have a lot, lot of time. I was doing one to ones, but that one hour is weren't really life changing. But now I'm, I'm inside the pocket of the people from all over the world, and it's ah. really, really good to to see people uh, help people change their life. They're obviously the ones who put the effort in, but I guide them and give them the right tools to get them from from where they are now to on the right road to mm. where they want to be for a happier, mm. healthier and fitter life. So before becoming a, pre- a professional coach, did you have any like jobs? Did you work like, I don't know, like a building site or office or construction work, like build, you know, anything like that or? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been up and down roofs. I've been gardening, I, I've done everything. Like I, I absolutely hate staying still. Yeah. I've always like factory jobs. I've made furniture. Um, like I, I gym instructor. I started off with when I first got into like into the um, doing all the courses for personal before personal training, doing gym instructing. Um, like I said, up and down. I was probably the hardest job I ever done. Is I think it was um, forty pound a day on the roofs carrying like eight tiles before they had the forklift and stuff. Up and down. I was I was a hard job, and I I, I was boxing at the time, so I was loving it. <laughs> ah, a, yeah, that, that was your training then. Yeah, <laughs> training yeah, and catching a uh, t-shirt sent down at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how did you feel then training your first uh, professional athlete? Uh, how how was that uh, experience for you? Yeah, good, good. Um, like I said, I started the gym in two thousand and seven, and then this um boxer who wanted me to train him professionally I didn't even think about it at the time that was 2007 same again I, I whatever I put my hand to I, I love I absolutely love otherwise is if you haven't got that love for it there's no point in doing it so I started off with that really um Fred James his name was and then very fortunate and it was Jason Cook from my stake who was a European was a European champion IBO world champion which is like um, a smaller version of a world championship he already had that his trainer I think he hurt his ribs or his hands or something, and he said, "Dad, do you want to step up as be my coach?" And I was, mm. uh, that was, that was just, like it was big. It was huge straight away, straight on Sky Sports, um, Channel Five, all around the big events around the UK, and and to have that person straight, you know, at the early on as a career was was brilliant. Did you feel any pressure then because of like the cameras, Sky Sports, and you know being on on TV? Yeah, it is a bit, yeah, but like I say to everyone, as long as you do your, your action steps, what's meant to be done, the, the work is done in the gym and on the roads and the, the running on the roads, I mean, um, as long as that's done, I'm confident with him that the work is done, whoever, whoever the fight it is at the time, as long as the work's done, we're both confident. Yeah, it is um, nerve-wracking a bit with the cameras on it, especially the first time. I, it's like it's speaking to him in the corner, giving him advice, and there's a camera right by there. And yeah, you know that subconscious. Like yeah, like you know, it must be a bit nerve-wracking at first, but I suppose just like anything else, you get used to it with uh, with time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he, the, the very first fight on Sky Sports was up in Sunderland. It was or Middlesbrough. I have a Middlesbrough or Sunderland, and he, he won uh, fourth round knockout. So that was. He said he didn't have to do the the full rounds. Four rounds. Yeah, hell of a knockout it was. And that was the first time, like for me, on Sky Sports. He's obviously with his old coach. He, he's um, been been like uh, I think he was top ten in WBC rankings. Where Mayweather was number one at the time. So he's oh. he's, he's been there, done it everywhere he have. 
but it's for me to be part of that was um, amazing, to be honest. Did you train him then for his entire career after that? Or, um, yeah, till he retired. Yeah, yeah. Till he retired. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah, so, so yeah. I had uh, like loads of boxers over the years. Like, his, um, like I said, it started off with Fred James, Jason Cook, Jamie Arthur, who won the Commonwealth title with myself. Um, like Ari Miles got the prize fight at finals. Um, Jermaine, who's bronze medalist in the Commonwealth Games. JJ Evans, I was training as well. Um, Lance Sheehan. It's, it's been quite a few over the years, have. So it's uh, it's been good from like grassroots all the way up to even like starting their careers off. It's, it's, it was good, very good to to be part of you know professional boxing. So I, I sort of come away from that a bit, to be honest, to concentrate on my um, my business. But I will yeah. get to it one day, and, and especially. You know, back helping the kids in in the local amateur boxing gyms as well. Uh, eventually, when we, when um, things slow down, because I got four children as well. It's uh, yeah, he's juggling a lot. Yeah, doing a lot of things. Is it equally <laughs> rewarding than training like amateurs, professionals? Do you get the same buzz from from that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. is is uh, you know, I love just being in the gym, even if they don't fight. Like I train loads of people, you know, in here just doing pad work or um, and then never get a box. I just love opening the pads with people. I love, you know, just love it. <laughs> That's my yeah. passion. My passion is boxing, um, but it all boils around to, you know, seeing people get, you know, enjoy enjoy what they're doing. I think you've I think um, you've also trained like professional footballers as well. Is that right? Besides box besides boxers, you've yeah. also yeah. Lo- loads of different sports. To be honest, I still train some Cardiff City players now. Um, right. and, and their wives are as well. They, they're on there. Um, right, like Welsh rugby players, ah. uh, British Lions, um, rugby league at the time was Celtic Crusaders. They were in the Super League. Um, yeah, I've had a big, big range of different, um, different sports, and I'm, I'm still currently training Brett Johns, who's fighting at number ten in the Bellator live on BBC. Yeah. I think it is on the 23rd of September. Like, like even with the boxer, I've travelled the world with the boxers, to be honest, and, and with him, I have seen him, uh, Brett Johns as well. I've been to LA, been to um, Las Vegas, been to New Jersey. It's, it's been amazing. To, to, oh. Very fortunate, to, to be honest, who, who I've trained. Where would you say is like the best place that, you, that you've been then whilst, you know, um, on the job? Um, Vegas slash LA, probably the, them two. Yeah, LA is brilliant. We had, uh, I've had Brett Johns fighting the uh, stable centre in LA and um, Nathan Cleverly he defended his world title out in stable centre as well, which is Tom Jones uh, and you know, Mickey Rogue, the actor. Yeah. He's on the wrestlers. Then two carried the belt out for, for us. And we went um, after Nathan won, the, I think it was the fifth round knockout body shot. And then we went uh, nightclubbing with Mickey Rogue again. <laughs> <laughs> he invited us to his house. He gave us all Budweiser. It, it was brilliant to be around him. Yeah, um, that's something to put on your on your gravestone, Dad, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, how how did you become involved in training um, Nathan Cleverly, the you know, world um, um, former world champion? The guy I just mentioned, now Jermaine Asari, he was already a. This was 2010, so Jermaine was already a Commonwealth bronze medalist. He turned professional with myself. I was speaking to Nathan's dad, Vince Cleverly, who was his trainer at the time. I um. I said, do you fancy some sparring with Jermaine? Because they're the same weight. I went up there. We, we just bonded straight away. Because anytime you work with someone, you, you've got to have that bond. You, you have to. 
to, to and have the the best in you know the, the best interest for the fight and and vice versa. Um, yeah, so we start. Uh, and I was doing strength and conditioning at the time, like same as I'm doing now to get the best out of whoever I was training. Um, and then Nathan came down my gym at the time, which is 2010, 2011. I think might have been the beginning of that. Um, done some strength and conditioning with me, just same, same again, bonded. He enjoyed what I do, seen the benefits in what I what I got. And then it, it was mad how it happened. And then May end, say, say this was January, I think around January, February. And then May, he got a world title fight. He was meant to fight Jurgen Bremer. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was I was in. I was in. Um, I was brought on as a strength and conditioning coach first off, to, uh, and then you know do a bit of pad journey with his dad and Alan, who were very good coaches. Um, and then he, he obviously won the world title in May, with Jurgen Bremer pulled out, but he still fought for the world title against some Polish guy. Too long. Krasnichi, I think his name was. Was it? Was it Krasnichi? Something like that in the O2 Arena, I, I believe. If uh, I remember right. No, Krasnichi was one of his defenses. It was. Ah, right. Okay. Um, right. I, to be honest, he's like a long name. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he, he won by knockout. Um, kept kept me on board. We done like sand dune training, everything you could name, just to get away from the boxing, just do stuff for me. Um, as something different. Uh, then 2013, I, I took over his full time coach. Then I, I was just just me and Nathan then to be his full time coach. Right. He moved up to cruiserweight. Went up to yeah. cruiserweight. Um, I had two knockout wins then with, his, with, the, with the first fight with, my, with me as a coach. Mm. And then when the Bellu, Bellu fight, which obviously lost on a split decision um, in Liverpool, which is, um, I think it was a big pay-per-view fight. But It was, yeah, it was a massive pay-per-view. I remember that fight, yeah. But and he realised that he's too, he's too heavy, to be honest. Too, too, um, he weren't performing at his best, so he'd come back down. had a like a... Mental fight against Von Far, I think, is the world record amount of punches thrown. Yeah, even to this um, day, yeah, over a thousand punches or something, was it? Yeah, or even out each, yeah, it was an unbelievable fight. Each, yeah. It was mentally like they were all his fans in Chicago. Everyone was yeah. just cheering them both out. It was a big, bigger round of applause for both of them as they coming out and cheering. It was, it was, it was good. Although he lost, but it took his stock a bit. And yeah. then and then he's then somehow I don't know what come about, but he oh sorry one fight in between and he had a one round knockout and then the Jurgen Bremer fight uh, come about. We went to Germany and he became two world two weight world champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, two two time world champion, not two weight two time. World two, two time mm-hmm. world champion, yeah, which is um, a great achievement to be honest. Oh yeah, he had a great career. Do you think in hindsight that he shouldn't have gone up to cruiserweight? Do you think that if he'd had he'd stayed at light heavyweight? He could have performed a, a bit better, or I know it's easy to say um, in, in in hindsight, but uh... yeah, it's a tough one to say. Really. He's like, because um, like, he, he's already world champion, he was ch- chasing the um, two-time world champion. Be- Bella was there as well, and it was it was it was quite interesting. Like Eddie and was both their promoters, and he's building yeah. them both up, and then yeah. back, they, they they collided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, lost. But you know, everything happens for a reason. Dust yourself off, go again, come back down, and then two-time world champion. Two-time world champion. Yeah, yeah, great fighter. So, um, what have you learned most from from coaching then? Um, in in general, not only boxing, but um, yeah, in your in in your time as a coach. Yeah, just just everyone to the different levels. You know, some people is um, 
everyone's at you know different levels they could they could be say um like a scaffolding effect some like a guy just signed up with me now he's already an ironman world champ world championship qualifier he's come up with me in reality he's nearly at the top of the scaffolding yeah it's just they all start the foundations but he's already up there so he just needs a little tweak to get to the top um to get the best out of what he's already got just tweak things and have me in the corner to um, see his blind spots. And then I've got some people, you know, haven't even started the foundations to get the scaffolded up. So yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I'm learning day in, day out, but um, I've got to go deep inside their life with their food, with their sleep, with their hydration. Um, so, much, so many different aspects and why they're not going to that next level. So my job is basically to, whatever, whatever level they're at to get them from there to there or the road they're on now. To the road they they, they want to go to be yeah. be better and what whatever it is and main thing is be happier and that's a big thing for me is if you're happier it's um it's a lot more easier do you have any like stress things i know you've got a lot on your plate too, like with family commitments and training so how do you like disconnect how do you unwind have you got like uh, do you meditate or do you do yoga or do you go to like a, a buddhist temple for a couple of weeks to you know to switch off <laughs> yeah my my, uh, my teachers will probably think i'm going loopy but yeah but because uh, i i'm not very good in school at all but uh, journaling just writing stuff down what what um that really helps me a lot i need to do it a bit better a bit you know a bit organized a bit more with it but that really helps and you know appreciate what i've got really you know really appreciate you know my, my family i'm a big family man i i appreciate the uh, you know my, my wife you know roof roof over my head i got a car i can get to a to b running water keep there when it gets cold <laughs> you know yeah. I, I really take a step back sometimes and yeah and i think um you know appreciate it all has the pandemic like made you like change your mindset and reconsider things a lot and appreciate the you know the smaller things the basic things in life yeah, they definitely. Yeah, and uh, and with um, lockdown, I see it's a, it a lot of people had. Yeah. To, to be honest, it's, it's helped me. I, I that that I did step back. If I was in the same position before lockdown, mm. that I was now with, with with the fourth kid just born a couple of weeks ago, I, I wouldn't be. You know, it'd be a lot, a lot harder. But I've took I've took things away to really still impact a lot of people, more people, as many people as I can impact, and. Um, my my main thing for me is the freedom. Is I got a good system in place now to help people, impact people, but really get that freedom for my for my family as they really deserve. Mm -hmm. All um, you know, all of my four kids and my wife and wh whoever's around me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And where do you think you'd be now if you weren't a coach? Where do you think you would have um, ended up? Uh, if you ask my teacher, they'll say my teachers. They'll say jail and percent. <laughs> I, I wasn't a bad okay. person, but I, I was just, um, I, I was always, you know, doing stuff and... Right, you weren't very cheap, academic cheap. then, so to speak. Was yeah, I wasn't. Uh, like, yeah. Mm. And that's really, since since lockdown, I'm much, I, I sit in front of the computer and write stuff down. I'm learning now, I'm learning on a job. I, I, I know I, you know, I, I get the buzz from helping people, but the, the background of it all is I'm really working hard on my, on my English writing and, you know, my copywriting. Um, the computer I guess trying to learn that inside out um yeah. where would I be now if I went into coaching um I still be a family man I still still love what I do um I I, I don't think I could work a nine to five I say I do something on my own my own accord because I'm so right. ambitious I really want to go forward with whatever I'm doing 
and when you're yeah. working for someone, I, I just don't think you're working for them, you know. Right. But I know I'd work hard, I'd always work hard, but I'd want to, you know, get the best out of me to get the best out of my family and save, yeah. save me my, my own happiness and my own health. So it's why yeah. I just really... You would have been, you would have been in, still involved in business, doing your own thing. You would have, you know, had your own business, self-employed, yeah, that type of thing. I think, I, I think so, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I... Um, I, I don't think I'd be in a in a in a factory. I worked in Sony's or whatever. I worked, there. <laughs> but you got you got to do that to learn and you know get the money in and yeah, pay your rent and what it provides. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. How would you like to be remembered as a coach then, Da? Uh, um, remember as a coach, just impact as many lives as I can, um, as many many lives as I can possible. I, I try and put what I can on social media for free. Obviously, they got to pay to come into my service, but. I try and get as much free information as I can out there. I impact as many people. Everyone has steps into my coaching. I won't just take them on for the sale. I'll take them on, you know, to 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 make sure they're the right fit rather than just look at the sale. Um, so I, I you know, I know, I know, 100%. I can help them find out what they need, what the biggest challenges are. So I, I, I you know, yeah. Bottom line is, is, is impact as many people as I can on on this earth. Mm-hmm. Do you train every day just out of curiosity, like for your own personal, personal game? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it really helps. Like I, I, I'm really big into train to, to make yourself feel better, and then diet, diet to, um, for your body shape. So yeah, I, I, try, I don't train every day. Like, cause I, I like my drink as well on the weekends. I work so hard in the week, I, I switch off yeah. on like Saturday yeah. or whatever. So uh, that's my chill out. My phone goes to the side. I, I'm chilled out with the the family or my wife or whoever's whoever's with me. Um, that's my downtime as well. But um, yeah, yeah, you've got to switch off, I suppose. You know, and you you've you've earned that as well. Then do you do like fasting as well? Are you into like I've heard people talk about intermittent fasting and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so that it, that's just a method that is it who, who, who it works for. Um, some people it works for, some people it don't. Some mm. people think um, you know you're not going to eat more. But some some people get worse, so they they do like the eight o'clock shut off, start back at twelve. But I, I work on an individual basis. But I, I personally don't don't eat till roughly about twelve because I have the more clearer mind is why I do it. Ah, uh, right. Okay. I have a big I, I work clearer when I don't eat. But I don't do that every day. Like this morning I had a, a bit of porridge <laughs> before I did the school run. Um so it's, it's as I feel really. If I if I got like um a meeting or whatever, I try not to eat. I make sure I'm hydrated, and then 12 o'clock, and I have a massive meal with good quality fish, um, salmon, I love salmon, wild salmon, uh, chicken, eggs, uh, spinach, I'm, I'm big into my Mac Wilson, I call it. It's like spinach. <laughs> Mac Wilson, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> spinach, turmeric, um, ginger, uh, spirulina, uh, cinnamon, uh, uh, asparagus and a, and a scoop of protein, bit of water nice. down the arch. I, I love. It. I have it every single day. Right. Well, every every where is it? you know when I when I got the spinach in the house. If I forgot it, yeah. I'll um, I'll quickly burn up the Tesco and try and pick it up. <laughs> right. So you're not like into like veganism or vet, you know not a vegetarian or anything like that. No. No, I'm not. No, a, a lot of people that's been on my plans. Ah, you know, is, everyone's got their own opinions. Same against the, with these. Uh, the Prime Minister and um, Love Island or the vaccines, yeah. or whatever, everyone's got their own opinion on it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I support whatever whatever the decision is. So, but but it, it is a way of you know 
getting protein up or getting your calories in the right way with, with being a vegan or yeah. uh, I can't remember what the word is you guys like uh, when they don't have fish eggs or or meat like vegan vegetarian like pescatarian is all these different types that's, of words isn't it like yeah, yeah, so yeah pescatarian is it yeah there's a lot of you know good good stuff out there like linda mccarthy got a lot of good um products out there now but i, I my personal opinion is i love you know as fresh chicken as i can i try and get it organic or untouched um same with the fish straight from the sea into the packet so that's like wild salmon rather than farmed Mm. I, I, I'm, you know, when, when I'm on it, obviously I have my days. Everyone has their days. Everyone's a bit yeah. wacky. Everyone has yeah. their days. Um, but when I'm on it, I try to have my my fresh wild fish, uh, chicken. You know, chicken with still the skin on it because it's untouched from the crown, from from the butchers. <laughs> mm. Um, and the best eggs I can possibly get, whatever's available. If I had my own chickens, I'd you know be a lot better off. But you know, grab whatever whatever I can and. And as much, you know, like I said, with spinach and stuff like that, I love all that stuff. <laughs> and then what advice would you give to someone uh, who is thinking about training and getting into shape to improve uh, self-esteem and confidence? Yeah, get get started, do the action steps as, you know, meant to be done, really. I, like, and don't, it's hard because there's so much, um, so much stuff out there on the internet saying do this, do that, wear this sweatsuit, you lose. Ten pound in a week or whatever, whatever it is. But like um, the, the bottom line is, is, is you know calorie deficit. Go into the calorie deficit if you're looking to lose weight. Uh, so much confusion out there with you know no carbs or um, high fats. That's too many to mention to be honest. But 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 just do you, do you get the action steps what meant to be done. A big thing that I find works for a lot of people is get up whether they got kids or not the kids are they even work in the house you don't have to train for hours and hours just do 10 minutes or 20 minutes whatever you got time for and that really sets you up for the day um yeah to keep hydrated get as best sleep as you can i know it's hard with the kids but best sleep you can seven and a half plus i like it's seven and a half hours everyone's different um keep hydrated get as much good quality foods in as you can and the less processed the better um, we're going to have process no matter what um, and keep it simple and what works for you. Don't overcomplicate things. Just get yeah. get out, get, go for a walk, go, go for a bike ride, do 20 minute hit in the house or 20 minute anything, anything just to, just to get I think as well as like try and, I don't know, um, be happy as well. You know, like a lot of things you read online, it's like they try and make it out. It's, re- you know, it's really stressful. I think you've got to enjoy it as well, haven't you? You know, whilst you're. Yeah, yeah, you've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. Otherwise, it's going to be a short fix. It's going to be, yeah. um, I don't know, say I've done a program for someone and, and and to go to the gym every day. And then they, they start, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then I can't make it this day. So I, I, I'm quite flexible. I am with, say, I do a plan. I, I know what it's like with, with kids and they've got their kids or their businesses or whatever the problem is of the day or, you know, something's happened in work and they've ended up down a pub or, <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever it is. I, I understand I've been there and done it myself. It's, it's hard. It's hard life. It is an hard life, but you've got to do the best you can to, to be the happiest, healthiest yeah. and fittest you can be. And that rewards your business, rewards your kids by you looking after your self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Dan. Uh, so I think we can, we can wrap it up. Is there anything else you wanted to mention uh, before we, before we finish, uh, one thing I did mention is my 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 two older kids, the Welsh speakers, which I know you're into your, your languages. 
Yeah, they, yeah, they get the language. They're fluent in Welsh. They're fluent in Welsh, and um, they speak English. In my house, is uh, I, I obviously speak English, but uh, their mother was uh, a Welsh speaker, so it's um, it, it's right. great, great uh, to see them, you know. Take out because it might come in handy and work hopefully and um... yeah yeah big benefits you know there's a lot of benefits especially here in Wales you know if you if you speak Welsh I think every public organisation is it they, you know there needs to be a Welsh speaker a bank or you know the councils and things like that so you know I I speak Spanish um and now it's opened so many doors for me so yeah I'm, I'm a big like proponent big um, advocate of of being bilingual or learning other languages so yeah you know there's, yeah, there's a lot really... of it comes in handy as well for Love Island with Italian, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, speaking uh, different languages. I'm really joking, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's brilliant to see them develop in in that way. They they my old but my two younger kids, obviously too young in there, but they're four and newborn. But my other two, they love their sport and they love their um, they, they're brilliant in school. So they they like me. They love their sport, but they they're brilliant in school, which is unlike. Yeah. Me. But, uh-huh. uh, I, I'm proud of you know my my four children and, uh, and what you know it's surprising how how, how I developed them to be honest. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, you've done really well, and um, I'll leave all the like the descriptions, um, you know your contact details. Is it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Are you on so, on social media? Yeah. Yeah, everything. Um, Twitter, Darren Wilson thirty. Uh, Darren Wilson thirty on Facebook as well. Uh, my Instagram is Darren Wilson underscore coaching <laughs> um and that's it really and right i got I, I, I did have a youtube channel messing about with biggie morris from your way <laughs> yeah he's from your way so when he says um yeah. I, I done like a couple of things with him messing about that's what i'm trying to say with me being busy i just i just love stuff like that so when i was less busy we had a bit of a laugh me and biggie and i was dressed up as spider-man and Sonic the Hedgehog. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do all mad stuff, but I, I sort of cut it back from that because I'm, <laughs> I'm so busy. I, my, my, I focus really on on, on impacting more people and yeah. my family time. And my other kids, any like 14 and 15, gets a bit embarrassed when I dress up as Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good though. Yeah, good to have a bit of a sense of humour as well amongst yeah. all the uh, the chaos that we that we live in. Yeah. <laughs> I love all that stuff. I, I I got wigs. I got blonde wigs. I got short wigs, green wigs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like a laugh. I like a good laugh. Life life is we only here once, me. So I, I yeah. like to, you know get the best out of what you know the best life I can be. To be honest, and that's the same when I'm trying to teach people in my community get the best out of your life and being what's being said between our being our years is is um, huge. So you know you could have a million pound in the bank and you not be happy, but it's what yeah. our conversation we have within ourselves daily. That, that's why I got a mindset coach because I'm I'm not the best of wording stuff to be honest, as, as you can see. <laughs> oh, I think you come across pretty well, that to be fair. So, yeah. So so basically, basically, I got bet people who's specialist in in mindset. She's a psychotherapist from Cork. I've employed her and I've employed a. Um, a nutrition success coach who is from Galway in Ireland. They, they, they're brilliant and that gives me more freedom for myself. So that that has been a great add-on to my 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 coaching. I also had a sleep expert in, which is very good, especially for businessmen. And and yeah. it's impossible when it, when a newborn, but you know when when the kids are settled to get that right sleep in, so you're making the right choices throughout the day. Uh, the mindset coach really makes our minds work for us and not against us in so many different ways. 
you know, like binge eating, self-sabotage, um, you know, even the, the way we speak to our partners, because you could end up in an argument quick. Like, <laughs> it could easily end up in an argument, or anyone, you know, if you say yeah. the wrong things, but it's about us being adults and saying yeah. it the right way and, you know, it's just, it doesn't end up pay shape. Yeah, I think like before, like, you know, back like previous generations, like communication, you know, I think it's much better now. We communicate more with our partners or whatever, but that, that's the key, isn't it? Just being able to communicate and, you know, um, yeah. making a compromise, you know, accepting if you're wrong and stuff like that. Just, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's pretty much our training two, two days ago was our, was our training, really. And, you know, it's like a masterclass, I call it. Um, it's very, very important. Um, you know, whoever's in your house, you, you've got to keep happy. Otherwise, it's going to drain you with energy. Yeah. You know, even people in work, you, you need to, you know, try and avoid that negativity. And that's why I try and teach people as well to, you know, try and, I know it's impossible really sometimes, like even a family member might be draining your energy, but you yeah. need to try and avoid that, you know, that negativity as much as possible. Mm. Do, you, do you do like affirmations and things like that? I've heard like some people are big on, you know, you say three things that you love about yourself every, every day and stuff like that, or I don't know if, you, if you're into that type of thing. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't personally, I, I do a bit of uh, journaling, I do, you know, like I said, I really uh, take a step back some days and write it down. I am really proud of my my family and mm. you know what, what they're achieving. Um, and and, and I, I like I sometimes write down. I want to impact as many people as I can in in the world. And yeah. um, you know that's that's mine. And as long as my family's happy and they're doing what they, what they're doing, I, I'm an happy man. And Thanks, Dad. Great. Yeah, maybe, you know, I'd love to do like a part two in the future. That would be, uh, yeah, that would be anytime, great. Yeah, yeah Thanks, I'll do a part two and I'll like, like since, um, since lockdown, my business has gone, you know, it was, it was good. I've always been known as a good coach yeah. is what people tell me about being big headed. That's what they tell me. But I, I've taken it to new levels and really helping people. Like I've got clients in Hong Kong, um, Dubai, wow. Canada, a load around the Pontypridd, Bridgend, Ronvar area, and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, it's, it's starting to spread. You know, big. Yeah. Big, and I, I love it. I love. I love a challenge. I really love a challenge, and um, I really like seeing them go from from the road they're on to the road they're gonna go on. To. It's basically an identity change. Otherwise, right. you're gonna stay on the same road, still. You know. Yeah. Getting dragged back into your comfort zone, not just yeah. in, in like oh, go on have our past in your mind plays tricks out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think that, you know, like with the like the online coaching you're doing, you know, you've adapted, like lots of coaches would say, ah, oh, you know, they'll, they'll stay in the comfort zone. So obviously you've, you know, you've gone into it, you've gone into the deep end and now you're seeing the, the rewards. Yeah, yeah, gone, gone in deep. I, I started off um, just diet plans, diet plans and training plans. It, it, that That is probably 90% of coaches still do that, to be honest, is, yeah. is a diet plan. But mine's, like, like I said, with a mindset coach, sleep coach, really get inside their pocket to find out what the problems are rather than just it's not all about diet and uh, and uh, the training it's it's about why why they're not training or why why they're eating this food why they're eating that food i'm not saying don't eat it, don't eat this don't eat that but mm. it's it's emotions basically emotions yeah. is, is a big big thing and and why they you know not going up the levels in in the health their happiness and the and the, the fitness yeah, I'm maybe excited. for the next class. Yeah, I'd love to I, to talk about like emotions and things like that. That would be per, a perfect topic for the uh, for the next chat. You know, um, as an emotional person myself, you know, it's you've got to kind of learn how to control emotions yeah, yeah. and 
you know it's uh, a fascinating topic so uh, yeah maybe we can we can touch on that uh, next time yeah definitely I, I i know my stuff about that but my my um, mindset coach is very 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 good she, best thing i ever done is bring her on um you know she she's brilliant she's softly spoke and really resonates mm. to, to um you know really bonds with my my community and that's important for every everyone that steps into my coaching is, is as that bond with me as the bond with the with everyone to be honest with everyone within my community i'm very big on that that's why i do phone calls make sure they're right fit make sure they you know not um they're doing it for the right reasons got to know their why why they got why they want to look in the mirror and feel good and you know have a conversation yeah. with yourself to to um to better themselves yeah it seems like you've got that personal touch you know you're not just doing it for for the money you you generally care about the people you've got you know you've got a good relation personal relationship with them yeah yeah definitely yeah. Uh, like i said at the beginning really it's, it's got to got to have that um that bond between us you know, if I if I'm not bonding with someone on the phone, I, I, you know, and, and they haven't got the right reasons, I unfortunately after after you know getting to try someone else. Yeah. But I I've got to have a bond. They've got to have, they got to see the value in what I do, and um, you know we we move forward and get get them from that road or whichever road I was on. Now I was at that road onto the right road. They identity change and bump and stay on that road. Everyone's gonna slip back. Your neighbours about. Yeah. Well, quickest way to say is if you fall off your horse, you you jump back on and and you mm. get going again. It might be a yeah. day, two days, but that's not going to ruin your week. And if you have a bad week, that's not going to ruin your month as long as you jump back on that horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Thanks, Dad. Well, best of luck, you know, with the coaching and all that. And uh, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you very much, Eddie. Thank you very much. Okay. Cheers. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, yeah thanks, buddy. Cheers. Okay. Thanks. Bye.